You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Louis Giglio. If you have scripture today, we're going to look right at this moment in Acts chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, this promise of the Holy Spirit. Now, Pentecost, just to back up, give you a little bit of the history and the meaning of this word, Pentecost simply means 50. So, to put it in calendar terms, we're 50 days past Easter Sunday. So, from Easter today, 50 days pass, and on that 50th day after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus from the dead, that was the day that what we're reading about happened right in verse 1 of Acts chapter 2. That's why it opens with the phrase, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw, the scripture says, what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. The result was, verse 4, all of them, can we just say that together? All of them, that's the hope today, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now, I love that's our opening couple of minutes of the talk today. Someone invited a friend. You're like, Louie, please tell me you didn't do this message today. I got my coworker here, and he's not sure about church in the first place. And now we're 45 seconds in to the talk, and you're talking about people going to be speaking in other tongues at the gathering, and that's exactly why he didn't want to come. Just saying what is. You know, whenever one of those elephants walks in, it just helps me to go, look, there's an elephant. And then we all know there's an elephant in the room. We're not going to get too distracted by that today because this message is so practical, so relevant, and so personal for you. If you're a CEO or a mom of three kids being a CEO, that was a joke, but moms didn't <laughs> care. If you're in grad school or if you're in high school, if you've known Jesus for a day or you've known Jesus most of your lifetime, this message is for you today. Because this message is an even though I will promise that is a game changer for every one of us in the place today. All you guys at 515, every one of us here at Cumberland today, it is a game changing message. And it begs a question. The question for me right off the bat, and I want to put it out there and then we'll come back and unpack it is, why did God wait 50 days from the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ to send the promise of the Holy Spirit? Why is there a gap in the story? Why is it Pentecost 50 days later that we were all gathered in one place and then we heard the sound like the blowing of a violent wind and then we saw what seemed to be tongues of fire and then we were all filled with the Holy Spirit and then we were all, before we knew it, speaking and and literally in the text, speaking other languages as the Holy Spirit was enabling us to do that. Why not? Jesus died on Friday. He was buried and went into the depths of the earth down to Challenger Deep we talked about last week. 
on Saturday. He was raised from the dead by the power of God on Sunday. Why didn't the mission begin on Monday? And why not on Monday or Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, the Holy Spirit was poured out. And by Sunday night, people were already in the promise of the Holy Spirit. And by Monday, it was on, game on, mission on, the purpose of Christ coming, dying, and going back into heaven. It's all happened now. Why the gap and why the wait? Well, two reasons. Number one, we know Jesus didn't want to go back into heaven and send the Spirit on Sunday because he wanted to prove the resurrection on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So Jesus just walked around for a while. Talk to people, hung out with people, let him touch the scars, let him see that it was real, let him see that it was him. So he appeared to many, many people over the days and the weeks following the resurrection, some big crowds of hundreds. Sometimes he would just walk through a wall into a room where his followers were gathered together. So that's one of the reasons Jesus stayed on earth for a little while. But the second reason he waited, I believe, is wrapped up in the very coming of the Holy Spirit in the first place. And we see it if we backpedal a little bit to Acts chapter one, beginning in verse four. And it says this, this is after the resurrection. On one occasion, one of those times that Jesus was with his people, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Now this is one of those lunches you wanna be at. Could you pass the hummus? And by the way, just wanna remind you guys, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promise. Can we say that together? Wait for the gift. Can we just say that together? Wait for the gift. I want us to get a few of these words in our mouths today. Some of you are taking notes and that's amazing. And thank you for doing that. It lets me know that you came hungry today, but we're going to take a few notes out loud anyway. Wait is what he's saying. This is Jesus talking. I'm already done all the work, but I want you to wait for the gift that my father promised. He's talking about obviously the Holy Spirit, which you have heard me speak about. Jesus taught us everything we know about the Holy Spirit, especially in the Gospel of John. He takes so much time to unpack to his followers, this is who the Holy Spirit is, this is why I'm promising you the Holy Spirit, and this is how the Holy Spirit is gonna work in your life to enable you to do things that you cannot do. We know all of this because Jesus taught us. And then he says in verse five, for John baptized with water, but in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Now, classic, all of us are at lunch with Jesus. They totally blow right past that. And they ask a question that's a little bit off target. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? In other words, he's saying, I want you to wait. You're gonna get the promise of the Holy Spirit. He's gonna baptize you with fire when he comes. And they're like, oh, by the way, when is the uh, end of time gonna happen? Because we would like to get that in our iCal and make sure that we know when that is. And then he answers in an amazing way. And this is very relevant for me today. I'm always kind of want to know the, the, the when, like give me the dates and give me the schedule and give me the blueprint, how and when is it all gonna work out? And Jesus reminds them of the why all over again. He says, don't you worry about the dates. And this is the way he says it in verse seven. It's not for you to know the times or the dates the Father has set by his own authority. In other words, this isn't where we're gonna focus our attention, the times and the dates and when's Jesus coming and is it this year or next year or this month or next month or is it close or far away? So we're not gonna really get super focused on that. 
He said, instead, I want you to focus on this. You, this is the better part of the news, will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Now he's talking collectively here and we're gonna do that today. The Holy Spirit primarily is a we. On the day of Pente- when the day of Pentecost came, Acts 2, 1, they were all together in one place. They were all together, mobilized, ready, commissioned, and waiting. This was not an individual event. It wasn't, hey, you go do your thing, you go do your thing, you go your way, you go your way. We don't really need each other. And at the right time, the Holy Spirit will come on you to help you do your thing. Now, they were all together in one place, And then he's speaking now collectively in the next verse, in verse eight, but you collectively, all of you sitting here are gonna receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. So it's gonna be a collective we, but it's gonna be an individual expression. Because when the tongues of fire came in chapter two, what, what seemed like tongues of fire, they separated and came to rest on each one of us. So it's a collective we, but I could say it if I knew every name today and we had the time, I could go person by person and say, but you, you are gonna receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you too, you are gonna receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And, and also you, you are gonna receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you on you. And that sparked something inside of me and inside of every one of us today because all of us are in situations today where we need the ability to do what it is we're trying to do. Where we need the power to overcome what we're trying to overcome. Where we need the power to endure even though we want to give up. Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to go and subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every week.